Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is a lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. Are you glad you are in church this morning? Come on, give the Lord a big hand of praise. Can you make a noise unto the Lord? Clap your hands, all oh ye people, and give the Lord the Lord a shout of praise. Is that the best you can do for Jesus this morning? You are still sitting down, somebody. Jump up on your feet and give the Lord the Lord a shout of praise. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Please take your seats in God's presence. Amen. Glory to God. All right, today is Q&A. Praise God. So I'm sure you have your questions ready. The Lord will speak to you. Some of the greatest words that Jesus uttered was because somebody asked him a question. Right? And then he began to, to download. He began to speak. So even though it's not like a typical, you know, preaching or teaching service, as it were, there are some questions that will be asked, maybe not by you, but by some other people, that as, you, as the answers come, some of you will get direction. You understand what I'm saying? Right? So I want you to open up your heart, praise God, and let's learn together and be edified, praise God. Say, praise God. I have a word for some of this morning. Your best days are ahead of you. Thought I'll get a better amen to that. Glory to God. All right, this morning, before we take the questions, we're going to have like an icebreaker. Amen. So I'm going to take contribution from um, the, the single, from a single um, perspective and also from the perspective of those who are married. So you have the link on the screen so you can scan, um, you can scan um, the link or you can just maybe... Uh, sorry? Yeah, so there are some who are not on the group. So you can just get the link from your neighbor or you can scan the link so you can ask your question anonymously. So if you also like to ask your question with the microphone, um, I can take one or two of that for those who are willing to ask their question with the mic. There are some, not all phones can scan this. Yeah, so if you, I don't want to yeah, so um, if your phone is a certain type of phone, <laughs> you shall not be able to scan. <laughs> Glory to God. So I heard the story of a guy who, you know, is a very, you know, patriotic Nigerian. So this guy doesn't like people when he carries people. He doesn't like when people throw things, you know, off his car. Maybe like a can, you drink, or you hit and then you throw it off the window, right? So he's been like that since he got married. And then he got married. And then, you know, the wife, anytime they're going out, she drinks something. She throws it off the window in the car. You know, she, she eats, she drinks, throws it off the window in the car. And this guy has told her, see this thing is not right i don't like it it repels me though it's not proper and all that so he stole her the first time the second time 
the third time, the fourth time, the fifth time, the woman just never changed for whatever reason. Maybe she also was used to that. Right? So this guy said, see, this is, is very, very important to me. I don't like it. It doesn't show that, you know, you, you regard those using the road and all of that. So on this particular day, a real life story, on this particular day, they were going out and then again, she threw, you know, the, um, the can, she was taking a drink and threw the can out of the car. And the guy parked and said, go and pick it. So he parked this time and said, go and pick it. And then there was an argument, says, I'm not going to go down and all that. Say, until you go down and pick this thing, we're not going to go forward. You have to, are you, are you, are you with me? So go down and pick it. There was an intense argument. She wasn't going to get down. And of course, the lady got angry and, you know, um, left the car, left the car and the guy drove off. All right. Question, question. So, what the guy did? Did it make sense? I know these guys are talking. Uh, these guys are saying it makes sense. Yes. So, I want to hear from four people. I want to hear from two singles. So, I want to hear from a single lady, a single guy, a married man, and a single guy. Is that okay? So, ladies first, a single lady, your perspective. You heard me. Your perspective. Who wants to bail the cards? All right. Umi? Me? Since the guy has been warning the lady, she should have just come down, jelly. Pick it up. Yes. So, the part of him driving off and leaving her. Ah, on we cannot the blame the guy, sir. We cannot blame the guy. Truth be told, the guy has been warning her. Yeah. Sir, you said the guy has been warning her. Yes, as we tell her several times. times. Yes. At least she should just come down to respect herself. Come down, pick up the bottle. All right, thank you. Yes, the lady has actually done it to this point for the guy. All right, a single guy, bro, Jerry. No, I, no, okay, I think I'll, I'll take more people now. So, that, okay, Sheon first. Yeah, I will support the guy for driving and be going. I think for you to live as a guy, you must, for you to be sincere about you not dropping something on the road, you must be a very, very disciplined person. Not only because of picking something, it, must, it can be another thing. Maybe you don't like keeping saliva in your mouth. That thing personally irritates me. Like a guy, a lady can just be like, keep saliva in their mouth and be like, does it make sense? So the guy has been telling, ah, Oga, stop this thing. No, the reason this kind of thing. So, but she insisted, Oga, move on. Go, go home, lock the house up. When you pick it, then you can enter. I think that's better. <laughs> this was angry. All right. All right, thank you, Pastor. Um, of course, um, what to say and how to say matters, right? So it depends on the tone to which the guy has been speaking to the lady, right? That's one thing. And that thing you said that she left the car. She, I'm not saying what the guy did was wrong, and that what I say is right, right? But she got down from the car and left in anger. He didn't drive away. No, he actually drove. She, she came down, left in, 
anger and then the guy drove got hungry and <laughs> drove away. Okay, sir, so... Okay, so... Alright, sir, so here is my take on that, right? So I feel... I feel both parties were at fault. Both parties were at fault, actually. The guy, guy could have done better. Hello, one house guy, one house. Alright, so the guy would have done better. He's not outrightly wrong, right? That's what I have. I've told you times you don't number. Yes, sir. So I would say expressly that both parties were at fault, right? They were not, the guy was not outrightly at fault. But then I feel like the tone to which the guy would have been speaking to us, not every lady is at, if, as bad as that. you, what will you do? I would drive off. This is the lady I love, obviously. No, that's the truth. I would, Pastor, would you drive away if your wife was? I've, dr- I've, I've I drove away before. <laughs> let, let me let me give you let me give you a scenario. So there was one when we got married. You know when we got married. I mean I was oh oh one house 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 one house. I think that sometimes women take men for granted. So, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I will balance it. Hold on, hold on. So, 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 I mean, my wife, you know, she she, she take her time and all that, her makeup. I was like, yeah, we need to go, we need to go, we need to go, we need to go, we need to go. So this particular day, I just ran out of patience. And then I drove off and went to church and left her at home. You know what happened? The car got spoiled on the way. That's that. But even though I had to apologize to her, but it drove home a message. You know that this thing actually is very, very important to this guy. And afterwards, you know, she made adjustments and of course, she's even, you know, now, I mean, caused the same thing and then you know, I think that um, it was an extreme, right, to have driven off and leave your wife on the road. And then night will come. Night will come. And you will want to say, come. <laughs> of course, you can tell that there's no coming. So, 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 I understand that, okay, you have to be a disciplinarian and all that, but this is this is um, a marriage relationship, right? Things can be handled without going to the extreme. You understand? It's easier said than done, right? Yeah. All right. So she has a contribution. So I understand um, our different perspectives. So now use my own home as an example. See. If your wife or your partner eh, is, let's say, stubborn, and you as a man don't have that soft spot to calm her down and make her come to her senses, then we should ask you, are you a man? I mean, ladies, am I talking? And the same thing with a guy. eh? If a guy is being naughty and you don't have a way to drive home your point to that guy, then there's something missing. See, Pastor was saying that the guy has been telling the lady, the, 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 the question is how? How? Don't drop it. Don't do How? 
have you have you have you oh, got the law in love no 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 you didn't say that for more sense you didn't sir so let's assume that that has happened on the road severally have you called that when you are about to even to even have intimacy and say baby wait first that thing you used to do, I really don't like it. There is no crazy woman that will not adhere. No, there are some. That, there, are, there are some crazy ones. There is no. There is no normal woman that loves you deeply. Some are normal, actually. Let me let me hear from DG, DG, brother G, at the back there, brother G, somewhere at the back there. Hi. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um. There's a root cause to this thing, right? Yeah. There's a root cause to this. It boils down to deal breakers, right? Pastor, you said something that it was when he got married that he started saying this. No. He had been saying it. He, 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 that's, he had that personality before he got married. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he, he, I mean, when they started dating, she noticed that. That's the kind of person he is, right? And he told her, and you said he told her in love, sorry, my kind of personality, I will do worse. I'm sorry, it's the truth. Because there were, there were prior notices. There were prior warnings. So, sorry, I haven't done that to my wife at all. Uh, I have no reason to do it. But I, I've done it to an ex before. And some ex, some, some ladies, uh, apologies, have a way of bringing out the worst in you. They will drive you to the point of craziness that... You, they will literally drive you crazy. You question yourself after you've done it. That yeah. Did you do so? You have to sit down and start playing it out. What exactly happened? If you actually warranted it, yeah, you understand? Yeah. So it boils down to deal breakers. What exactly don't I like? Why yeah. are you doing it? So I've told you before several times. I don't like this. Thing. It boils down to respect. Simple. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Who else has a comment on that? Ah. Uh, <laughs> Hello, George. Okay, so somebody's already talking. Yes, I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. Where are you? We can't see you. I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. To be honest, I think this this stuff that happened is the lady. That stuff is a habit, right? It's a habit. The guy um, condemning what the lady do uh, did. Was an habit as well. Now the principle, actually. Yeah, principle. Now, if you look at this in marriage, to be honest, you don't change people in marriage. You allow them to change. Yeah. So what the guy did is wrong, and for every action, there must be a corresponding reaction. Simple. Mm. Thank you. If we don't, if we don't move on, if we don't move on, we not, we not do other things. So let's just move on to something else. This one says, I'm falling in love with a guy that does not even know I'm in love with him. <laughs> and let's read the question. And my emotions is already affecting my spiritual life. What do I do? What do I do? I'm falling in love with a guy that does not even know I'm in love with him. In order to help yourself, I think um, you should, first of all, first of all, pray about it. No, I, I'm going somewhere. Before you say, Pastor, is 
being spooky. Hold on. First of all, you can pray about it. You can pray about it, right? Um, and if this particular person has somebody um, who is, this guy, has somebody who is close to them, who is a reasonable person, right? You can use style to... You can use style to... You don't have to say it like, oh, I love you, or, you know, or I love your friend. You can use style to... Some people that you love, it may just be that you just need to be more informed about them. And then the love will disappear. Right? So, some people... You just, you just realize that they're actually in a relationship. Do you know what I'm saying? So, you need to get more information about that person from maybe a close friend of theirs to get more information and see the possibility of hanging out with that person from time to time. From time to time. So that you can put yourself in a space where probably they are going to ask you out. Right? And if they don't, I'll keep praying for you. Yeah. Um, can, I, can I have a lady, a Stapenio, can you help with this? Let me hear from you on this. You have... I'm falling in love with a guy that does not even know I'm in love with him and the emotion is already affecting my spiritual life. What do I do? The, the place I'm going to focus on is the fact that it's already affecting your spiritual life. So I feel that whatever emotions you are having that is negatively affecting your spiritual life, you need to put a pause on that emotion. Sister Peniel. Sir, you asked my opinion. Okay, okay. No. Let me use this illustration, sir. So let's assume I love Bratolani. Let us assume. It's an assumption. I'm a married woman. So, I love Bratolani and it's affecting my spiritual life. Ah, pastor. It's true. I can't pray. If okay. I can't pray because I love him, I'd better focus well. So, how will, you, how, how will you get the guy off your mind? How? You'll just keep praying. This, 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 we're talking about emotions here. Yeah. So, emotions. First, first of all, like you said, yeah. sometimes you need to be more informed about a person. Yeah. You need to be true to yourself and ask yourself questions. What are the things I love, like about him? Mm. And you start with that. Then maybe you need to ask yourself, what are the things that I really don't like about him? And then why is he not seeing me? Why is he not seeing me? It could be that we are not in the same area. Uh, I come and position myself in his area. Yes. Because it could also help me yes. see better. Just like Ruth did. In the case of Boaz. Position was going Because coming closer to him, I might decide that, ah, he has beards. I don't like guys with beards. So I'll just... And he might just help me kill the emotions. We have heard you. Thank you for your contribution. All right. Bromiwa has a contribution. So, to start with, emotions are real. So, there's no denying of it. Now, the, the, the advantage you have is that you are a spiritual person. And for the spiritual, nothing overrides you. 
So, in the midst of your emotion and all that you think you have for the person, you can still pray. You can still make inquiries about them. You still have your senses intact to use about them to be sure of if they are fit for you or not. And that is my own point about this. You have an advantage, whether you are mesmerized in love with them or not. All right. Okay, one last person. Okay. All right, for me, where emotions are concerned, is easier said than done. It's easier to say, pray about it. How many of us have been there? You wait. Uh, wait now. You love a guy. And you have, maybe you, you like two of them. And you are praying about it. Then it is the one that you like most that you are always feeling like is the one. That's the power of emotion. So my own answer to this, eh, or, or uh, medicine to this, will be that speak to um, a, a consultant or um, a counselor. A counselor. That's so what I'm looking for. After you now speak to the, he will not disappear. No, no, no. If you speak to a counselor, like a professional, this is what this, this person does for a living. You, she, she can, he or she can guide you out of it. It's emotion. You want to be praying. Then when you are praying, you'll be crying again. Like, the more you pray, the more you love the person. It's the truth. But speak to, speak to your pastor. I mean, let, let, let him, yes. <laughs> let him guide you. Speak to your pastors. Let him guide you. Let, let, let her guide you. Do you get, and we have an amazing pastor, you know. Exactly. If you are a woman, if you speak to PM, uh, PM. if you yes. speak to PM, the emotion will disappear. I'm telling you. <laughs> we, have, we have to move on, actually. Who is? Okay, okay, yeah. Praise God. Praise God. Okay. Um, I have just one question. Okay. Okay, is it a question? Uh, well, it's, it's in the form of a question. I have just one question for you, okay. sir, for you. Now, I've not heard shoot your shot here. Why? Now, we are all... No, wait, I'm, I'm coming. Tomorrow now, tomorrow, if worst comes to worst... Wait, let's hear him. Tomorrow, if anything happens, we would hear gender equality. We would hear the men is equal to the woman, or the woman is equal to the men. Now, what if the person you're actually liking, that's your future spouse? See, it could be that you're liking someone, and that's your future spouse. But the way it will happen is you will, you will be the one to like the person first. Now, as he said, you can, for me, you can probably place your, yourself, you know, in that person's environment where the guy would notice you. And if that happens, you might even find out one or two things about the person that you'll be like, oh, so now this guy will be like, okay, get out, you know. And if that doesn't happen, please shoot your shot. Yep, 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 yep. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. We have other things to do. Yeah. So, so this question here says, is it okay to have your personal room as a married man? Is it okay to have a personal, your personal room as a married man? You can have, you can have your, your study. You can have your study, right? You can have a prayer room. One house, you can have a study, you can have a prayer room, but to have your personal room, it means that you're actually married and you're trying to live single. 
Yeah, so I'm not going to subscribe to you being married. In fact, in fact, my pastor told me, he said, when, you, when you're about to get married, um, fresh couples, he advises that fresh couples should use a smaller bed. A smaller bed. The, hold on, hold on. I'm telling you, this, this, is, this, is a, this is a trick. This is a trick that works. So if you're, you're planning to get married, the advice that you should... You know, if there are some beds that you, there's no way you will touch yourselves. And when you touch yourselves, glory to God. The fight just, just ends. But when you have a bed so big that you can, you can have your different worlds. So one is to the west. So I mean, that's even being in the same room. You should have a smaller bed. That's a trick. So, so just note that if you're single, if your bag is too big, go and get a smaller bed. Yeah. So I, I don't subscribe to that. You having your personal room, and the same applies to to a woman. You know, when God begins begins to bless you as a family, you know, you can have your maybe your makeup room. You can call it different names, but to have a separate room, I mean, for what? So, I mean, you, you, don't, you don't need that. Praise God. All right. Mm. This is interesting. Hmm. Hmm. This one says, my current boyfriend made a very huge mistake. His ex-girlfriend who cheated on him suddenly. Sorry, his ex-girlfriend who cheated on him suddenly came after nine months of their breakup that she's had a baby for him. And and has refused DNA but says it's his child. So the lady has refused them having a DNA test but she's insisting that it's his child because he's a woman that knows the owner of the child, right? <laughs> his parents have been trying to calm his parents have been trying to calm me down, but I'm confused on what to do. That's the lady who is asking this question. He's very honest about everything, but the ex is a very crazy person. And I do not know if the child, I do not know if the child turns to be his own, if I could cope with her being a baby mama. He says I shouldn't leave him, but I do not know what to do at this stage. Oh, deep. <laughs> I will have to. I will have to. Now, I think the, this issue is not that difficult, to be honest. Because what the guy needs to do is to enforce and ensure that the DNA test is done. So that's the starting point before we go into the other drama that comes with it. So is to ensure that a DNA test is done and of course, once that is done, it will be confirmed if, you know, he's the owner of the child or he's not the owner of the child. If he's the owner of the child, are you with me? If he's the owner of the child, he's not the end of the world, right? So the question is, do you love the person enough to want to be with them, right? And if, um, because from here, 
they are not they are not um, married. So his ex girlfriend. So they need to the guy and the girl or the lady needs to discuss about how you know they will take care of the child in terms of you know who would do what you know uh, custody and all of those. So once all those is resolved. I mean, it doesn't mean that because somebody has had a child before, you cannot marry them. Do you understand what I'm saying? So who will now marry them? I mean, they will get married to some person, right? So it's just about you loving the person. Of course, there will be some little drama that may come with, especially because the, you said that the, um, the ex is, is a crazy person. But you don't have to be within their space. So you can make an arrangement such that maybe... You know, the, the child only comes to the house to spend some time, you know, with, with, with his or her dad. Or the dad goes and meets the child wherever, you know, he or she is. So, you can make such a You and your husband can agree whether you want the child to come into the house or not. Or, you know, you can come into different um, conclusions or resolution and know how to, how to proceed. But I think having that DNA test is very, 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 very important. So I think, I mean, it, 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 it's going to be a lot of stress. But it's not something that is not achievable. This one says, um, okay, how do you manage a partner that doesn't like communication? Or he or she doesn't know how to communicate. How do you undo such a person? How do you manage a partner that doesn't like communication? Or he or she doesn't know how to communicate? Or how you undo such a person? You need to get a counselor. Get a counselor. Or you in your own capacity can you know, keep um, teaching them. You can recommend books for them on communication. You can let, you can, I mean, you need to see a counselor. Uh, do they have a mentor? You need to speak to their mentor. So this kind of uh, situation is not something that you can handle all, please one house. It's not something you can handle all by yourself. So you may need, after you've done all that you know to do, you recommended books. <laughs> God help you, they will not even like to read. That's a problem. So you've done all that you, you, you can do. You need to seek maybe, you know, counsel from a counselor. You know, speak with them to talk to um, maybe some older, you know, man or just speak with somebody. Um, I think there are some, and also the, 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 the spouse or the wife here needs to be very, very patient and long-suffering. Surely if you knew that that's how they are or how they were before you married them. So you have to give them some time to learn and if possible, you can get them to see maybe a counselor because there may be an underlying reason why they are not communicating. You understand? So it may be maybe something from the past or maybe um, an emotional you know, trauma, emotional experience in the past. It could be anything. You can never tell. So, first of all, keep praying for them. Seek help from a counselor. And, you know, you have to be extra patient with them, you know, as they journey through that, um, that you know, phase of their life. Right? But it's something that's, okay, you want to. 
You want to contribute? Okay, yeah, great. Why not? The mic. Okay. This issue of communication, the thing is, there are some people that naturally, maybe because of um, the way they were raised, yeah. they're not used to communicating. Maybe, like, you know, this communication issue, it's, you have to build it from, from the ground up. Yeah. Like, maybe parents, they'll just come back, they will know, I was cool, nothing, nothing. Everybody was just in their room doing their own thing. So, when, okay, I'll use myself as an example. When my now husband was my boyfriend then, when he asked me out, the month I said yes, he gave me two books. Why you act the way you do? And I think four listing of love languages. Five love languages, Gary it, Chapman, Because yeah. we have to be on the same page. So, <laughs> when I... <laughs> So after reading the books, so because me, I was me naturally, I was a tomboy, stubborn, stiff. You say your own, I will say 50. Let, let us die here. So, so after reading those books, I was like, okay, and that was like my first relationship. So I had to just come. It was down. like your first. Like your first. There's <laughs> some other ones that were not the first. Those ones were just, you know. I so, know, like, that I was know. the main first relationship, you know. So, I, it's, it's, like just put yourself in a place where you can you can win the trust of that person. Yeah. So he was able to win my trust by okay, it's not it not enforce it on me. Yeah. It just made me see that okay, it's good when you are able to know things like this. It's, it's even good for yourself. So it, I not only see what I could benefit in the relationship. What I he saw could benefit. What he could benefit. Yeah. I saw what I I myself can benefit in so, like in my own personal life. So. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. That was powerful. No, we are done with that. Okay, I will take you today. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, my own response would be that people communicate in different ways. Yeah. Sometimes we want people to communicate the way we what we like to communicate, but mm. the truth is people communicate in different ways. So find out the way that person communicates and, um, and um, encourage them to communicate that way. So it might be that the person doesn't like to talk, so give them pen and paper, let them write that. <laughs> no, it's the truth. It's the truth. See, it's the truth. Sometimes when I, want to, when I want to express my opinion to my husband, I'm the kind of person that I don't really... I'm not really the type that talk much like that unless I'm, I'm very comfortable with you. So sometimes when I want to express my opinion to my husband, I would rather send him a very long WhatsApp message. No, it's the truth. Than talk to him face to face. You are not, you are not I, conventional. You don't, you don't like to confront. Yes. So yeah. to say. So when I'm, when I'm expressing my thoughts... And when he sees a long message, he knows that, hey... <laughs> That's happened. Then aside from that, when I'm when I write something down, I'm able to edit what I'm saying because when I'm talking to you face yeah. to face, I might be talking from a place of anger and I say things that I can't retract. Mm. But when I've written it out, I would be able to read through it and say, Oh no, I've not Let said this thing properly. Yes. Let me say it this way. So that's a nice one. All my writers in the house say, yeah! <laughs> wow. Mm. I, 
hi to you too. I'm scared of getting deep into the relationship with my partner because of my past relationships and what I've been hearing on marriage, cheating, and all other stuffs. How can I take this fear away? Who wants to help us with that? Of course, I can answer the question. So let, let, let's have that, sister. Did you, did you get the question? Did you get the question? All right. So let me just read it again. It says, hi. Say hi. I'm scared of getting deep into the relationship with my partner. So this person has someone, but they are scared of getting into a deep relationship with them. They don't want to commit themselves too much because of their past relationships and what they've been hearing on marriage, cheating, and all other stuffs. How can I take this fear away? I, I, I'm presuming that this person is a lady. Yeah. So, how can I take this fear away? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, I think she should just face her fears because um, one time or the other, she's still going to like breakfast on national kick. She's still... <laughs> so, even if she faces it now... She's still chop breakfast. She's still chop breakfast. So, it's better to do it now. And then try and understand yourself. Just know, okay, this person, uh, can I, like, do I understand this person? Does this person understand me? So there's no how, no how. No how. There's no how you want to. You cannot run away from it forever. So you're still going to a relationship. If, it's not, if it doesn't work for you, you'll still break up. Then you, uh, you shut your breakfast. <laughs> that one is sure. So that's what I think. I think she should just face her face, go into the relationship. If it doesn't like, we learn from our experiences. So if it doesn't work for us, she can just do something else and maybe change something. All right. Somebody else? Somebody else? Okay. Let me, let me hear from Jade. Praise God. Um, so in my opinion, I feel <clears throat> the lady needs to heal first. Completely. No. <laughs> 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 I mean, she's saying, she's saying from her past relationship, I feel like she needs to heal completely first. She's still hurting. And then be positive minded. Praise God. <laughs> well, still, I'm still saying. I feel like the person still needs to heal completely first and then be positive minded about the future. You can't be, you can't be um, double minded about this. If you're in a relationship now and you're thinking, you're constantly thinking, ah, he will cheat on me, he will cheat on me. I mean, the fact that you're even thinking about it, there's the law of attraction. It might eventually even happen. And then, I mean, so the person should be positive minded and. And just go into the relationship by, yeah. by faith. Yeah. Exactly. Somebody somewhere. Okay, so for someone like me, eh? Yeah. They broke my heart, eh? <laughs> Like, I'm serious. <laughs> okay, but I believe that. I live in the moment. Wait, 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 wait. I live in the moment. And once I'm in to a new relationship. I don't think about those other people because I believe that they are bad people to hurt me. Yeah. So I just, I want to love you for who you are. But if you not break my heart, 
We move on. We go chop them. Yeah. All right, there's somebody at the back there. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Like the lady said, you have to face your fears. I was like that. At a point, I told my pastor I don't want to get married. And when I met, when I met my husband, we were just breaking up and making up. He's here. Sometimes, yes, sometimes I'll go to visit him. I'll say, ah, this thing is not working. I would leave his house. So it is a must. It's part of life. You just have to face it. Marriage is a beautiful thing. You just have to face it. Mm. Oh. Right, let's give it to you. Let's give it to you. All right. Um, thank you. Sir, see, me I'll try and look at look at it this way. Jadi was saying um she should heal first. We don't even look at guys' own too. Guys to have emotions now, please. So you can't be saying that because you are a lady, you have one situation that happened in your past relationship. You are not saying, ah, move, I'm going to be in my machine. But what? So we too, are, we are not stick now. You affect us as well too. Yeah. Because we, we have a lot of things that so we are not be selfish. Don't be selfish. When something that happened in your past relationship, tell it to the guy. And try and just, if you, if you, um, like, if you see that the thinking is coming again, like your past relationship, you are still feeling that, tell the guy, that's, that's communication. Yeah. When the guy is not, is not even aware of it, the guy is not calling you. You saw it. Miss call. You are not telling me that. It's like they have done it to you several I, times. I, I, I was cooking. No, no, I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to let you know that. Let this thing to be balanced. Try to understand guys. So it's not, it's not all about you. Yeah, it's not all about you. Because as a guy, truly, a guy, guys, they collect a lot of things for body. But you're not going to And it affects truly, sir. Majorly mental health for guys. Because we, we, are, we have our own passion. Like, okay, we want to be this, we want to be that. And for the fact that this person is coming into this picture at this particular age, you know, when you get to a certain age, you'll be thinking about, about a lot of things like you want to settle down. And you don't want to just carry that lady from where she's coming from and make someone that is, uh, okay, plus, plus one. And you now get your house. Oh, Anthony, why? So you want to make sure that she's well okay. She, you understand, sir? So, but you have put that lady into your own agenda too. So as I'm thinking of my own personal life, I'm thinking about you, I'm calling you. But at that point, later, you are now behaving like, ah, why is this guy calling me, calling me, calling me, calling me? Calling me? I just don't really tell her, don't do you, why I want. No, no. <laughs> so let there, be a, let there be a balanced communication. Forget about your past. Tell the guy already, this is it. And anytime you are feeling somehow, let the guy know. The guy will tell you what to do at the right time. Very, very sharp and you know, you are good. Don't be him, that's just it. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> what? I just don't do it. <laughs> All right, this is that Florence. Praise God. Let's hear that, Dr. Florence, please. Honestly, I agree with um, Bro Soto. But, but Solomon, sorry. So, from my own practical experience, when I met my husband, my then boyfriend now, I do call him the name of my ex. Yes. So, no, uh, just don't know you live out. Uh, let's say the person is Jesus. I said, Jesus. So, when he notice, wait now. So, when he, when he notice, I'm just telling you something practical here. When he notice that, that's why I like the part Jade said. I said, face your fear. Tell the guy, see, this is where I've been. And this is my fear. 
So what he did was that he allowed me. Then he had to consciously tell me that I'm not GD. I'm not GD. My name is Olainka. Don't call me GD. So what sort of said that you will face it. Not only you, the guy too will face it with you. He has to accommodate you, allow you to, to go out of that situation gradually. It can't be sudden. So I'm just adding that only the girl or the lady cannot face her fear alone. So the man should be ready to face it. And support her. Exactly. To go through the process. Exactly. All right. All right. I think let's move on. Let's move on. We we have we have we have had hmm? no. This one is the same thing. So past experiences with relationships has made me lose trust and faith in relationships, and this affects anyone I meet because I don't commit anymore. How can I heal from this? We have told you. Next. Okay, a relationship whereby the guy has been the one active. I mean, he's been doing the calling, texting, supportive to, the, to their career, both of them, and he's expecting the same attention too from this lady, but she isn't doing such, and they both love each other. But the guy is tired about the girl not giving attention. Please, what should the guy do? Notes. Note, the guy doesn't want to break up because his parents are against the breakup. Please, what should he do? Yeah, let, let's hear from Femi. All right, praise God. I just want to say that if, if you care about someone, if you say someone loves you, there is no way oh, you're not going to make out time to call the person. It's not possible. I have been in love before. Right. Wow. No matter how busy I am, that I think about that person every time. Praise God. I think about that person every time. Even though it's a message I leave, I'm retired in the evening. I can just leave a message or give a call. You have to communicate. If you are the only one doing it, Babek or Love It's as simple as that. Praise God. Hmm. Or maybe, or maybe the 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 guy can also find out. Why? Because it, it may be uh, because of maybe it could be a reason. It could be that they've not really you know committed themselves into that relationship. Maybe it's a fresh relationship. So if it's a fresh relationship, most times the guy is the one that does initially. Well, am I correct? That was then. Now it's mutual. Uh, sorry, I didn't know. I did, sorry, I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> so we can move on from that, right? All right. So let me delete that. Yeah. If your boyfriend is always on his phone, what do you do? Maybe he's in love with the phone. If your boyfriend is always on his phone, what do you do? Eh? You will talk to his phone. <laughs> wow, I'm liking this. All right, let's hear from Dami. 
There's one hand at the back. Praise God. So if your boyfriend is always on the phone, there are so many things you can do to let him go off the phone. Hmm. Just if it's like he likes a particular food, really. You can just cook from there. The aroma will make him go off the phone. Ah. Are you deep? Then another way is... <laughs> Please let her finish. Let her finish. Another way you can make him go off the phone. Uh, for instance, if you are married to the person already, you know some things he's attracted to. Like maybe when you walk in, like you know what he likes. Mm. Let me not just okay. Let me just go out straight. Like you know, okay, he likes. He, he get distracted when you're twerking or something. Holy Spirit, I commit my spirit to your hands. So really, that question, you you're a lady. You know what your husband or your fiance. He likes. will drop the phone. He will drop the phone no matter I'll what. Unlock it. But there are some guys when it comes to like business calls, yeah. business. There are some nothing can make them go off the phone. But at that moment, if you know it's a business call, yeah, just understand, yeah, like it is a business call. But if it's an irrelevant call, really, maybe just chatting. <laughs> yeah, guy, how far now? Let's talk yeah. or let's have some other things to do. All right, thank you. Any other contribution on that? All right. No, no, no. So actually, actually, actually. You must, you, you, must, you must know that communication is important, right? In a relationship, in a marriage, whether it's a dating relationship or a marriage relationship, communication is very, very important. And you must always make out time. One else, you must always make out time to, to be with your spouse or spouse to be, and not just be with them, engage in meaningful conversation. So you can't always be with your phone and pressing your phone and all that. It doesn't show any sign of seriousness, any sign of responsibility, in fact, any sign of maturity. Because as a matured person, you're supposed to engage and talk and ask questions and interact with them. Yeah? So if you're, if, if you're just always with your phone, then um, there's, a, there's a problem, right? So you need to engage, you know, the person you want to get married to or the person you're married to and just speak with them. I know that there are times that, like that means if it's work, then you know that it's work. And then you tell them that in the next maybe 30 minutes or one hour, I want to work on my phone. So they are, they've already been, been pre-informed. They are aware. I do that. Please, maybe it's work or it's work or just give me a few minutes and all that, right? And then they will understand and reason with you. And there are times that you just shut down everything. And just, you know, try to, you know, be with them and, and talk to them. So, um, it's not every time that you will cook. You just get tired of cooking, you know. And it's not every time that you will twerk. You, you, will, you will twerk. You will be... <laughs> you, you will not need parado extra. So, so, you just need to keep talking to them about it. Telling them how, you know, you want them. You want to commune with them. Communicate with them. And then, with time... They, they may just change. All right. So we move on. <laughs> How, I think we've answered this actually, but let me just read it. How do you win a lady who is still very much into her ex? Like calling her GD, calling him GD, GD. You have really tried everything you can, hanging out, 
have memories and try to get her gift, but it's still not working. Each time I ask her out, she keeps saying she isn't ready or she needs more time. I'm seriously into this lady and it's getting to affect me emotionally. What can I do? So this is a guy asking. She's still very much into her ex. <clears throat> you you have to you have to help yourself. You have to help yourself if you're asking somebody out and then you are the one giving all the attention, all the love, all the calls. You're, you're going you're to wear yourself out. This thing, even if she has not said yes, there should be some form of mutual engagement. You should miss a call too and call her back. Not every time you send her a charge card, then you call her and say, have you seen the charge card? Say, ah, I actually saw it. I saw it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Say, when you, when you, I mean, so you just need to, you know, there has to be that engagement and if you are not seeing that reciprocity, then it may be that they, they, they don't love you and they don't want to tell you, they want to still have you around to be using you to catch crews and just filling the gap till the right person comes. So they are using you. They are using you. They are, they are, they are leading you on. They are, using, they are using you to pass time. You are worth more than that. You are worth more than that. So, if after engaging them and you see that there's no change, what do you do? Move. Move away. Are we on the same page? How do you handle a situation whereby your partner wants it you and you can't get it off your mind though you already apologized? You have to get it off your mind. Yeah? I understand this is a very sensitive question. Yeah, very, very sensitive question. So, um, if you're, if you're, these are things that people don't talk about. Even those who are married and it looks as if they are doing well, they will never, they may never tell you that they've eaten their wife or their husband before. They will not tell you that. Even the counselors, the marriage counselors, they will not tell you. They will package you. You understand? But if you engage them in a deep conversation, they will tell you. Not just social media and all that. They will tell you that at some point, this happened. And those things can even be overcome. Right? So it's not that because your, your husband or your wife eats you. And it's, there, are, there are women that beat their, their husbands. Oh, you don't know? I, I know I've seen women beat their husband. I've heard and I've seen that will beat the man, the man will be crying. I have seen, I have seen real life, real life. Not that I was told, I have seen. You think I'm joking? Bitch, you beat me. So if, if maybe your wife eat you or you hit your wife, it can be forgiven. I know it, some, some people, it, it's over time. It's over time, right? And then 
it's not something that would happen overnight. But if it's taking like six months, a year, two years, and you've still not got it off your mind, then you need to pray to God and seek, you know, to see a counselor to help you because it's now going to, you know, affect other areas of your life. It may even affect your, your, your sexual life. Because when they say that you should come, you, you go. You understand? So you just need to know that these things actually, you know, can happen, but it is how they are undoed that matters. Especially if you know that you also play the part in that, you know, in maybe eating, his, eating you or something, you should be true to yourself. That if I didn't say that he is stupid, he would not have slapped me. You understand? And admit that you also had your own, you know, fault, and then just admit it and just move on. Especially if it's someone that is not their habits. Like it's not their habits. You know, people that will beat you today, you say they are sorry. Then the next month, they'll beat you, you say they are sorry. Then the next day, they beat you, you say they are sorry. That's a problem. If that is the case, then you can begin to think of um, separation. Seeing a counselor of first, and then they speak with them. And if symptoms persist, after, I'm telling you, that person is going to kill you one day. They will kill you. One, they will not plan to kill you. Or they will injure you terribly. That the, the mark will be there the rest of your life. And you, you will wish you left. So those things are things that you have to seek help for. There are nothing that you can undo by yourself. The, that's, that's, the case of abuse is something that you can undo by yourself. And if you have been beating your wife, stop it, stop beating her. She's not your child. Or you've been beating your husband. You know there are people that when they get angry, they just, they just or people that are angry, they begin to throw things. They break TV. They do this. If you get angry and break my iPhone 13, this What can I do to make my spouse romantic? Because he's not at all. Ah. Now this matter will be settled now. Ah. How do you make your spouse romantic? Because he's not at all. You can teach him. You can get him um, a book. On how to increase your romantic effectiveness. <laughs> Honestly, nothing's coming to my mind right now. But 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 romance can be learnt. Romance can be learnt. And there are some templates. There are some templates that I'm not I'm not I'm not rom I'm not, not that I'm very romantic, but I know how this thing works. No, 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 no. Watch this. I'm not like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not, but I am romantic. Because some templates always work. My, my wife is in the UK, right? On Valentine's Day, I got her, you know, a package. Got her a f Normally, me, I will not give anybody flour, but I know that it's romantic. So I gave her flour, you know, she, and she said, wow, I love the flour. I'm like, seriously? I said, I mean, so I'm like, flour. So, so it's a template, Right? And there are things that you do that you don't, you don't have to be, oh, oh my God, oh my God. Oh, there's a template. For instance, there are things that you can begin to plan for your spouse. 
you know. Everything is, when, when, when you are saying romance, it's not just, you know, sex. Oh, yeah, yeah, now it's pushing. But you don't, no, it's, that's not, romance is not all about that. When we hear romance, the head has, has, has swollen up. There are things that you do. Just opening the car for her is romantic. The ladies may not tell you, but it trips them. It thrills them. You know, you, you wake up, you're going to, you give them a peck on the head. I do that. In fact, my own, I, I, I give her a peck three times. Like every morning when I'm, three times, mm, mm, three times. Because we serve a God of Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Am I romantic? But I'm not, oh, my baby girl. Oh, I'm not. But I know what works. I know that this is a template. It works. Your wife travels. Don't let me give you secrets. Like, there are things you can do. Things you can do that can show that, you know, they, they travel, they come back. You just put flour, you know, on the floor. And then they... Oh, she's, she's watching. Ah... Uh... Okay, okay. But there are things you can do. You can just, you know, just take them out on a date and just buy a candle. Just put a candle in the... You know, you know all those romantic candles and just... See, I'm telling you, this can save your destiny. I'm telling you. <laughs> so, if you, are, if you are that man, right, I'm giving you Tips on being romantic. There are things that you can do. I wish PM was here. You know, she, she, she can tell you, you know, from a female perspective, how you can even get your husband to be romantic. How you can, you as a woman, can get your husband to be romantic. You will get him, he will, he will, he will even he, eh, his, his name will be romance. You set him on fire. Ah, I'm telling you. How can I tell my partner that he sometimes have a mouth odor? And this is because one of his teeth hurts. And I think removing the teeth will stop the odor. But I don't want to hurt him. I'm looking for the most polite way to let him remove the teeth or tell him that he has mouth odor at times. Now, let me say this. Mouth odor is not, uh, is common to all of us. All of us have mouth odor, but it's at varying degrees. <laughs> uh -huh. So, I think what you need to do is to, is to let it be more of an act. You understand? More of an act. You can buy them like a mouthwash. And also, if the, if the person is... My wife said I would tell me, baby, Engba. Like she would tell me that sometimes. Yeah, because she can't... She's she, 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 she sensitive to smell. So she would say, Engba. I ah, okay, okay, okay. Then I would just go to the bathroom and just take a shower. 
And if they tell you that, you have to take it with love and humility. I say, Amy, me, ah, I say I'm dying. <laughs> you take it and just, and just take it. It's my, when I met my wife, I'm telling you, I'm telling you on the God, I never, I never used to have a perfume. I, I can wear a boxer for two months. When I, when I wear a boxer, from there I throw it away. Then I buy another one. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not joking. I'm serious. Then she started telling me that, see, I love you, but you can't go on like this. You see me wearing sneakers, wearing jeans. I never had a jean. I never had a jean. She's the one that, that packaged me to what she wants. Do you understand? So you can, I mean, you can, you can do those. You can, you can, you can, you should be able to tell him. And say, you, but you, you know, not when he's angry. <laughs> not when you're about to say, hey, that would be, that would be trouble. So, so you, you just look for a good time when he's extremely happy. You just say, ah, it's like that date. We need to find, the, you know, let's just plan, you know, the next budget. Let's, let's plan to remove the teeth. And then you can also just use, I got you. Um, mouthwash, so maybe when you're going, when you finish brush, you can just use the mouthwash and just package it, package it. Um. And when I said, so I said, she should tell him, tell him that, sir, my honey, uh, when you speak, the glory oozes out of your mouth. How do you get your husband off PS5 or 4 console? You can, you can seize it. How do you undo a blunt partner that says everything exactly the way it is? Now, uh, now watch this. If you're a blunt person here, you need to understand. You need to also learn to be sensitive to people. It's not everything that that you use and say. Ah, honestly, honest. You didn't think there. You didn't think. There's a way to when you are dealing with a woman. There's a way to talk. There's a way to, you have to learn, even though you're blunt, I'm a blunt person, I'm direct. Those, I call names, I say, you did this, you did, I, I'm, I'm like that. But you see, there's, when, when it's a marriage relationship, there, see, there's a way. You, can, you need to learn to be diplomatic and learn to manage your, your wife or your, the same applies to, to the woman, so you must be able to manage your husband, to know how to, you know, the Bible says that a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver. So you need to understand that it's not about what you say, it's about how you say what you say. So you have to learn how to put words together, when to say things, right? It's not every time you are, of course, there are times that you're blunt, but they know that even though you're blunt, you're talking from a, a, from a love perspective. So you're not talking from a place of condemnation. You're talking because they know that this person loves them as you, and is willing to go the extra mile for them. So... You need to speak with him that, you know, I understand that you're blunt, but I don't like it when you are too... Uh, because if you're, if you're blunt, you have a strong tendency to be very, very harsh and insensitive and cruel and wicked. Yeah. And that's not a fruit of the Spirit. So you have to learn... Gentleness is the fruit of the Spirit. Gentleness is the fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. Ah. 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 
<laughs> what do you do if you come home and meet your wife sleeping with your friend in your own house? And when you ask her why she did that, she says she was pushed to the bed by your friend. In this case, what do you do? Um... Mm. Um, see me. Ah, this one is deep. I think we have to close now. Or should we take one or two more? Two more, okay. Two more. Yeah, okay, this is why I want to say, okay. Hmm. That's sleeping with somebody. See me. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Lead us not to temptation. All right. A friend of mine broke up in a relationship due to the ignorance of the lady. And the guy, which happens to be my friend. After the breakup, the two of them have been single for three years now. While talking to them separately, they seem to like each other. But the lady is being stubborn about both of them getting back to each other. Note, the lady still loves the guy. And it's always obvious whenever they see. Please, sir. What should the two stubborn lover birds do? <laughs> they still love each other, right? I think the lady is more stubborn. Well, I mean, if people are in close proximity, Right, if you've dated somebody before or you've been with somebody before, and then you are still in the same space, it's possible that the love keeps growing, it never dies. Right? So if it's possible that there can be some kind of you know separation, that's why people will say things like, I want to break a relationship, but we, we, we should still be friends. I, honestly, I don't understand it, it doesn't make any sense. Let's break up, but we'll still be friends. It doesn't happen. Do you understand what I'm saying? It doesn't happen. So you'll be still be there another one year. You, you'll be calling yourselves like you're dating. But you see that you are, we are still, we are just friends. We are, we are just cool. We are cool. Whoa. <laughs> you're cool like that. So you need to, you need to know that just because of that proximity, the love may not die. And it could also be that they are actually meant to be together. Because there are people who were in a relationship, broke up, and then maybe after some one, two, three years, they came back. And they, 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 are, they are making a great family, so it, it could be that also. But in this case, the person, the both parties need to know or need to have that conviction that they are actually meant to be together. So if the conviction is there, in fact, you will not need to be the one to be trying to, you know, like match, match make them or make it happen. They will just naturally come together. So I think it's not something that should be forced. So if, if both parties are willing to come back together, 
Just a matter of time, it will happen. Do you understand that? All right. Um, just a minute. Yeah, I think I think we are pretty much done. Yeah, I think we're done. We're done. Did you learn? Did you learn? All right. The Lord bless you. We pray for every relationship, every marriage. We declare in the name of Jesus the wisdom to build your marriage. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Show Oshimetsu podcast, like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Show on Instagram at Show Oshimetsu or at Grace Made NG.